The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 129 of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrump. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you this podcast every Monday for free right here on this very feed. Uh, this podcast is, of course, brought to you by Freelance Wrestling, our official sponsor. Check out Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground. Uh, they will be running shows next month, I believe, due to uh, COVID. They just want to be safe. Um, Check them out, Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground, uh, over on Twitter and Instagram, uh, as well as if you want to hear some more of myself, at least, uh, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, myself and Trevor Outlaw, you know, friend of the show, guest of the show, he's been jumping on these recently this month. Um, oh boy, what the heck have we done? We Last week we talked about, or this, this last week we talked about the movie Lamb, which is a Swedish film, I believe um pretty fucked up it's uh, a little lamb baby is all i'm gonna say and then uh knives out as well this week we'll be talking about iron man you know the uh 2008 og the what's kicked off the the mcu uh but that's you know that and much more you can head over to patreon.com forward slash pwt cast i'm of course joined by my uh my uh i was gonna say no i'll say partner but like we're not getting married. Like you said, you would marry me, so I can't marry you because that Veronica wouldn't be happy with that. My partner in crime, I guess. My partner in broadcast. My broadcast partner, uh, <laughs> the host of the What Do You Like podcast, and the warehouse yeah. manager of our warehouse, uh, cousin Jeremy Zaha. Jeremy, my man, how are you doing? I am doing great. Um, it's. Uh, we we mentioned last uh, episode that I was on right after you tried to kill me with a candle. Um, it was my birthday and now I'm, I'm glad I've made it past this first week of 33. And now I feel like it's going to be smooth sailing the rest of the year. A lot of things looking up. I'm really excited. I'm excited for you because um, before we got on here, you know, on our, on our pre-show chit chat, um, you showed me that you you bought a Detoff. I did. I, I'm I'm part of all you you collectors. I've um, I don't know if, how well it is known, but I was one of the first micro brawler uh, collectors. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I remember even before I was helping out at Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, my friend Dan, who worked there, was getting the crates. I think he got it as a uh, a birthday present, um, a, a year a year subscription to the crate. And he's like, I don't. He wasn't a huge wrestling fan. He liked some of it. Like he he was really he really enjoyed ECW. Not a huge wrestling fan. Here's a month. Here's a year's worth of a yes. monthly wrestling subscription box. Exactly. So uh, he he kept all the shirts. <clears throat> um, but I, he'd be like, ah, do you want this? And I remember the first Cole Cabana micro brawler. And I was like, I definitely want that because I was all at that time. I was collecting the, um, WWE Funko mystery minis, which are kind of similar. Um, I feel like those are a little bit more cartoony uh, as, as more cartoony, even than the micro brawlers. Um, but I got that and I was like, this is this is going to look great, uh, like displayed. And I had a bunch displayed 
Um, I worked in office shop at the time. I had them all displayed there. And at one point I had every micro brawler. I was a completist at the time. But even now I work at pro wrestling tees. I cannot keep up. And I, I mean, my, we basically ship out all the, all the micro brawlers. I cannot keep up with all the micro brawlers. There's so many out there, uh, which is exciting. Cause there's, there's something for everybody. If uh, you don't have to collect all of them, there's definitely going to be one that you're, they're going to find uh toyetic, but I finally have it all displayed at home with that detail glass shelf. And it looks great. Berta, I think you're the only other person to have seen it so far. So you can tell everyone honest opinion, what you think. It, it looks awesome. Like <clears throat> one of the things also, by the way, if you, I'm, I'm getting over strep throat. So if you guys hear me a, a little, um, you know, a little coughing or uh, I don't sound myself. That's what it is. We talked about it last week. My fucking, my goddamn wisdom tooth. I've that's people have been telling me, just go get that thing yanked out. Um, I don't like people. I offered. Yeah, you offered. I said, Jeremy, you can't marry me and pull out my, you can't, you, you can't marry me and also be my dentist. That's just, it's too much, you know? Oh, t- tell that, tell that to Adam Cole. Uh, yeah. Well, do, oh, I was gonna say, do you think, of course she's his dentist. Like she probably yeah. does it for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, you sent me the picture of your, of your detolf and, um, that is what we're talking about. Yeah, the Detolf. Yes. Uh, Detolf, Detolf. No, I was telling you how fucking difficult those things are to build. For those of you unaware, it's a yeah. giant glass display case. Um, a ton of toy collectors have them. There's different ones. This one specifically is an Ikea one that during the pandemic, everyone bought. Everyone was buying it because, of course, everyone was just buying shit You know, at the beginning of the pandemic. It's a great time to be on eBay. Wish I would have jumped on that. You know, Much like with Dogecoin little too late um don't worry i still have my hundred dollars worth of dogecoin jeremy that one day <laughs> one day you never know i will make some money back on it um sell the next time it gets high <laughs> please i implore you um but no we um we were kind of training stories back and forth on how difficult this fucking thing is to display like i yeah. first off the box tells you it's a two person the box doesn't tell you the two person job once you open up the instructions yeah. That is when it's just like LMFAO, you idiot. It's a two person job, and you're like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I, I love all the little pictures of two people doing something. It's like, yeah, that would be so nice if I had one other person here to do that other thing. I at one point contemplated just going upstairs and being like, Fred, do you want to make 20 bucks? Just, <laughs> just please hold on. But then I'm like, I'm not going to bother the guy. You know, I'm like, it's just, it's too much at that point. Um, but no, like I, and I've, I showed you. Yeah. Cause I, I haven't shown you, Hey, much like you with me, you were, you were the mm-hmm. first person to see, well, Veronica, but she, I mean, aside from her, obviously I yes. was showing her, um, you know, you were the other person to see it. And it's, it's one of those things that I felt at least because there's like five cubbies or f- one, two, three. Yeah, there's like four or five cubbies in there. Four, yeah. Four, yeah. Has like a nerd with a lot of nerdy shit. Like with me, because yours is all just wrestling, micro brawlers. All micro brawlers, all, all micro brawlers. With me, I took advantage of on top. So it was like on top, and I'll, I'll wind up taking a picture of this and, you know, showing it to you guys. Um, on the top, it's all, it, not all, it's all of my Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, specifically as it pertains to the character of Seto Kaiba. 
that means something to you Yu-Gi-Oh fans out there. He's my favorite character, Kaiba. Shout out Kaiba. Shout out Kaiba Corp. And then the next two slots are Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, which a friend of the show and patron of the show, Taffy, I'm going to shout her out now. Um, she sent me uh, this giant war Greymon. It's a Digimon. It's this like awesome PVC statue. Fucking looks amazing in there so like the two cubbies are digimon and then i believe the next two cubbies are power ranger stuff <clears throat> but it's just one of those things where i sit there and i'm just like uh like i don't like i want to buy more stuff to put in there but also things i'm like no it looks fine keep it as is don't buy any more shit for that and like yeah I recently, uh, you know, like last week, we talked about the Lego. Like, I have all my Infinity Gauntlets there. On top of that, you saw, like, my Watchmen stuff. Yes. And, again, it's hard because, like, I have so much of, like, I just have so much nerdy shit. That's essentially what this office is. It's a, it's a closet to hide all my all my nerdy stuff, um, as well as record these podcasts. But, you know, it's just being an adult with adult money and having these, like, you know it's just it's dangerous like you and i how how old was your father when he had you uh i was he well i was zero he was 22 i think 22 22 i believe my dad he would have been i can do the quick math here um it's what 2022 uh, this is 2022, yes. Okay, so he's So oh, Jesus, he's 50. Shit, yeah, he's 52 now, and I'm gonna be 29. So he's about 22, 23. So they're, they're both about the same mm-hmm. age. So let's say both our dads are about 22, and they had us. Yes. They they were busy like working and providing and feeding a family, you know, providing for the families. Unless your dad like ran off on you, I don't. I yeah, no, he he was around. He he was not necessarily providing for the family. Okay, well, your mother was around providing, you know. Yes. And at no point was like your mom or my even my mom. Let's go to our moms. Our moms, uh, you know, who we will not reveal their ages because you don't tell a lady's age, you know. Yes. Um, but my mom had about 10 years on my dad, so, you know. Whoa, whoa, mine was a little closer. Yeah. Uh, but like they weren't doing that kind of shit, and I think, and it's it's one of those things where it's like I'm all for like nerdy adults. Like um, on TikTok recently, like my TikTok is primarily like um, like random wrestling stuff, random Marvel stuff, and uh, through the algorithm or whatever they have, a lot of Star Wars stuff recently because of Boba Fett, um, but also a lot of like Funko toy like shit like that. And I love like I'm constantly sending Veronica like cool displays that people have and i love that like i love seeing shit like that because it's it's one of those things where like you'd always hear like oh the man cave you know oh gee mm-hmm. yeah fucking so and you know so and so's dad has a fucking man cave and it's just it was just a basement where they fucking had a bar built into that they would all go get drunk at um and it's like I like to think like, well, one, I don't drink, but it's like, oh, my version of a man cave would be like, you know, here's my giant TV and you guys want to come watch some fucking Marvel movies in here. And also you're surrendered by all my Funko Pops. So 
If someone poisons us, we will all die as they just watch us with their little plastic eyes. Um, that's that's a dark turn right there. I say it all the time. If I drop dead in this office, I won't be alone. Yeah, but who's going to poison everyone in a group in a in a room? I don't know. How many enemies do you have? Uh, several. I thrive off negativity. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. God forgives. That, I don't. <laughs> we'll get to that soon, I'm sure. Um, but speaking of TikTok and seeing nerdy things, just today, I, I this is when I know I have a problem. Just today, I was, I was flipping through TikTok, and I came across a TikTok for you page. I'm not following this person, just showed up. But they showed this pinball machine that is entirely us uh, like screen based. So basically you can, you can do any, like play hundreds of different pinball machines, but it's like a full size pinball machine, all digital, but it looks so real. And I, and they show me exactly where it, they got it from. I'm not going to tell anyone on here. You can reach out separately if you're really interested, but I don't want to, I don't want you guys to fall down the same rabbit hole. I did of going to this website and really considering like, ah, oh, this is, this is a few thousand dollars, but there's payment plans. Could I make, where would this even go? Like it, it was, it was a dangerous place to be. Use. <laughs> I don't even play pinball. You like, s- I'm not even like a huge pinball person, but it's just like, this is a really cool idea. You said that as if you were about to talk about some sort of like promiscuous TikTok channel that you found. Like I no. listen, I also follow like, like a bu- a bunch of like fucking random thing. Like ran like there's one. It's like useless Amazon items, a thing like that. That again, I fall down that rabbit hole of like I don't need this, but like, how useful would it be? You know, um, that's adorable. I didn't think you were talking about pinball machine. I thought you were gonna be like, do you know there's girls on here half naked? Like I reported the account, obviously, um, but like wait, there's what on TikTok? I, 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 the way you said it was, you were saying it as if you had like, um, found some sort of like, you know, hidden gem of hey, like, th- uh, this, this could be more damaging to me than, than the promiscuous, the, the, the scantily clad women. Oh, you know what? You are, you are not lying about this. I'm actually looking at it now. They also have the, the arcade cabinet. Um, yeah, Jesus. We should. Uh, <laughs> I was. In, whoa! This is actually a full size one. Is a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it'll. We'll need. Listen, I'll need several more uh, Patreon subscribers uh, if yeah. I'm fucking planning on doing that. Um, but no, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know where this meeting went. I'm sorry. I'm having problems. It's all right. You guys can't see. Um, but no, it it's again I like and I love this because this is literally just going off the conversation that we we're just having. Like it's awesome that like a lot of this nerdy shit is more accessible. Cause even with like <clears throat> even with like wrestling, like currently at the moment, I I've I had I had maybe four or five action figures that my uncle got me when I was younger. They're primarily um Eddie Guerrero ones. There was two Eddies and then two rays and one was like an undertaker one um and i was like I, again when rearranging my living room 
like I told Veronica, I was like, ah, I was like, I was like, do you think? I was like, these would look cool here, and she's like, yeah. So I kind of just started hanging them up. And then for Christmas, my brother got me another Eddie figure. And then the other day on eBay, I found another Eddie figure. Well, now I'm going down the rabbit hole of like, all right, I'm going to find a bunch of these older Eddie figures. The only thing is, it's like, they're fucking expensive, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, realistically, like, do I want to spend? I mean, there's not that much space. I could maybe fit another four, you know? Um, And I'm just like, do I want to spend another, that's like 200 bucks. Like, let's say I'm spending 50 bucks a week for four figures. That's 200 bucks. Like, that's 200 bucks I could spend on fucking anything else. Rent, Mm -hmm. food, gas, my lovely girlfriend, um, anything. But, you know, it's just like, I love that that's accessible. That I know that if at some point I want to buy a fucking uh, WCW Eddie Guerrero action figure, I can just go on eBay and it's there. It's accessible. And I think that's why, like, you know, kind of going back to the detail, that was why one of the, like, toy collecting became, like, as big as it did during the pandemic. Um, you know, Dave and I, we had Matt Cardona on um, a, maybe like a year ago. And that was one of the things that you like, he it's first off, like I'm not as, I don't know as much about like these toys as like, like them, like Dave, Dave and Matt Card- stink and Matt Cardona were essentially sitting there speaking Chinese because I could not <laughs> understand a lick of what they were saying. Like they were literally just going back and forth. And I'm like, yes, NECA, I have a NECA action mm-hmm. figure or Marvel legends. Yes. I am familiar with that. Um, but it's just fun. It's just like fun going through that, and like it's like with with some of like the wrestling figures too. Some of them look so bad. Like I try. Oh, some of the older ones. Yeah, yeah. I try to not get yeah. them if they don't if they don't really look the part. You know, as like kind of yeah. vain as that is, because like so <clears throat> one of the things I'll do now too is like when I go to like a Target or a Walmart, I'll go right to the toy section and look to see what figures they have. Because um, I'm just now like. Mm, two years after they've released their figures, <clears throat> just now seeing AEW figures out in the wild. Mm-hmm. For the longest, you couldn't find them anywhere, but now I'll see them, and it's usually like, I'm not going to hurt their feelings. It's usually like the same few people that you know are, are left over, but even then, there's only about like one or two of them. It's not like you show mm-hmm. up and there's 10 you know, of name redacted. No, it's one, maybe two left over and stuff. Uh, but like I'll look at some of the WWE ones. Some of them are cool. Like I'll be like, oh yeah, that does look like The Rock, you know. And then I'm like, what the fuck? That does not look anything like Ember Moon. Who who is this person that they, you know? And it's crazy because they're like a billion dollar company and they can't really produce. Yeah. Like listen, and I know the AEW ones. Some of them don't look that great. Like one of those Matt Jacksons. I think it's maybe series one or three. Ooh. Um. But it's just, uh, yeah, I guess what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I think I think making toys are hard, which is why I think we should be, like, most impressed when we find those that are, like, really good. Like, I mean, obviously, we ship out a lot of AEW figures. There are some that are really good, and I look at them like, wow. Like, I, I have been so close to buying the Luchasaurus figure i was like going back and forth i don't collect the aw figures but i was like oh do i want the luchasaurus figure i it looks really cool and then unfortunately sold out um 
but yeah, I mean, some like when it's good, I think that's when you really appreciate it. when it's bad. Also, like a lot of the older ones, you have to remember technology was way worse. But like as a kid, those looked really cool to me, like the bone crunchers. I love collecting those. And I would actually like just saw an Eddie bone cruncher. Oh, an Eddie bone cruncher or one of those. No, I'm sorry. It's one of those like flex ones. Oh, okay, yeah, because Eddie was not. See, this is where I have a very niche view, like m- memory of action figures, wrestling action figures. It's like when I was a child, actually collecting them. Um, the Bone Crunchers were the ones, and then the Titan Tron ones. I loved the Titan Tron ones, and I re- realized because Titan Tron ones, you they have two little metal um, bumps under the foot, and it played their their theme song on the Titan Tron. I learned really quickly that my two fingers were perfect for the big show. So I could just put my fingers on the little sensor and the big show's music would play. I was like, well, I never need a big show figure. And he never did. No, I, I get what you mean. Like I, again, with me personally, one of my favorite ones that I have <clears throat> is my, um, uh, Eddie Guerrero one. They really take like a legend series one. He's wearing the I'm your poppy t-shirt. And of course, Eddie Guerrero, my guy. Um, so I have that. And that one's like my currently like the favorite one. Like, and another one that I have that I love just because again, something you mentioned, sometimes just the detail they put in them is I have a, a Walter, I have a Walter action figure that it came out. It's him with the UK title. But the cool fucking thing is inside the packaging came like, it's like a, a, piece of cardboard with three flaps that's just his background it's like the background for his entrance so it looks like he's mm-hmm. making his entrance looks amazing i love that one figure also that i have it's a ring of honor figure because i forget what the company is that did some ring of honor figures and they released a brody king one and uh, brody king friend of the show love love the guy um that's a figure that I'm like, uh, like when am I going to take it out of here? Um, <clears throat> cause eventually I'm sure they're going to release another figure of him. Um, which sort of leads me to, to my next point after the figure talk, after all, this is the pro wrestling tease podcast. So we should talk about some t-shirts or not really. We talk some pro wrestling. I mean, we have kind of been talking some wrestling, um, yeah. uh, this week on dynamite, it, it was a fun episode. It was, it was, one of those that I didn't catch live, um, as I was recording some, I was recording some stuff with Trevor, and so I I wound up catching it like right as like literally as soon as we finish recording, I go on Twitter, and boom, there it is, yeah. the, the newest member of the House of Black, Brody fucking King, um, I again. If you've if you've been you know with us for a while, you know like immediately Jesse Kohlenberg like messaged me was like dude, and I'm like I know you know same thing stink messaged me he was like dude, uh, Brody King's someone who uh, always I heard positive things about from people you know everyone met Nick's was always talking about how awesome he was and I'd seen him at like some shows never actually like got to talk to him, and then Dave and I randomly asked him to do the show. Um, we do the podcast and that sort of just like sparked a friendship, you know, like, uh, we've had him on several times since then. Like him and I will text back and forth sometimes about like random, like comic book stuff, nerdy shit. Um, like I, there's a picture that I posted as myself, Tanhausen and CM Punk, uh, that I sent to Brody. 
like he was uh it was you know, i was working the convention with his two boys and i was like it's birdie king appreciation day you know um and no i'm super fucking stoked for him and malachi black because they're they're killing it right now as a tag team over in pwg um mm-hmm. and you know they've made their way into aew and the one thing with aew right now is that they're um uh, their tag team division to to me kind of need a little oomph you know like uh it's fine it, there's plenty of tag teams but mm-hmm. i love tag team wrestling so to me it's always fun you know you just had the addition of red dragon come in there which is fun you know because again bobby fish and kyle riley fucking killing it and now you have you know malachi black and brody king coming in here and it's just like ooh, you know speaking of playing with toys and like you know your figures i thought it's fucking awesome because i again i for the longest have wanted to see brody versus punk and that seems like that can happen they're in the same company now um but yeah I'm, i was super stoked about that because again it's just like you you wouldn't think it from some other companies but tag team wrestling when done right you know when it's not a just uh can they get along storyline is actually pretty fucking yeah. awesome <laughs> when it actually seems like the tag team likes each other and the, the, there was their choice to be to be together uh, it's amazing how how much that works yeah and again you know i think we talked about it last week a little bit you know a lot of free agencies are coming up just today mustafa ali he uh he requested his release from wwe yes which like and apparently like some i haven't seen the report myself but some people were saying that uh you know a fightful when reported that there was like some sort of i don't listen i don't know if you'll believe this but a 70 year old senile man wanted uh his muslim you know his muslim wrestler to uh, to portray some sort of uh villainous heel um and he said no and i think that might have led to some kerfuffle between the two uh but again mustafa ali as a, as a chicago boy I'm, I'm rooting for the fucking guy because yeah you know he's from chicago and he's a great guy yeah i mean and I, what it's kind of crazy um like the amount of of really talented wrestlers that are available again <clears throat> that it, there's probably too many for even AEW to kind of absorb um which is insane to think about because not less two years ago everyone that was even slightly talented and had slightly a name was being signed like there's the in there's no one in the indies just for the sake of signing them Yes, exactly. Um, but now, like the 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 course correction in the market basically has made so there's so many talented people still available, and I'm I'm really interested because obviously WWE is number one. WWE will always be uh, number one just because they're they're publicly traded, they're worth billions of dollars, like name recognition. I mean, it take forever for someone to actually truly surpass WWE. AEW has the best shot at that, but it's not it's going to take a long time. They're clearly the number 2. I mean, you still have uh Impact uh, going. I don't know who I want to say going strong, but they're going and going. Can't that's die. no, I'm honestly Impact will outlive us all. Um and then GCW is like the the name indie but there's still so much room for 
other companies. I mean, there's room for Ring of Honor to actually make a comeback. I mean, they they officially announced their show for WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be a a lot of questions as to what that actually looks like because they now have zero people under contract. <laughs> so, like, who's going to want to work the Ring of Honor show? I mean, maybe it goes back to its roots. If they can, maybe they AEW loans out Brian Danielson and he wrestles a free agent Samoa Joe on the Ring of Honor <laughs> WrestleMania weekend show. Like, there's so many potential. There's so much potential out there. Um, it's an exciting time in wrestling. Yeah, like you mentioned, it's okay. G, like I would even honestly, dude, I would even say GCW is bigger than um, Impact. You know? Oh yes. You think about oh, it. Yes. They're they're bigger company than Impact at the moment. That's yes. not you know, and it's not like one of those you know uh, lower one to raise the other. No, by all, no means. Like Impact is still again cannot will not die. Like, no. How many times is something? You know, inept management, uh, being on a channel where two thousand people are are watching, like it does not, it yeah. does not matter. You know, yep. like you know, uh, death taxes and fucking impact wrestling, like you know, surviving yeah. still, especially now that you know they're backed up with Anthem. Yeah, there's an abundance of talent, which is a good thing. You know, for the for the PWGs and for the GCWs and stuff like that, because even like. Uh, you know, you have a lot of like older names, like you know, um, we mentioned GCW. It looks like at this Hammerstein show, we're getting Effie versus Jeff Jarrett. You know, insane, insane. Yeah, like Jeff Jarrett came out and attacked. Which I'll like. Uh, let me. I know I can look. I'll look up the card real quick. You know, um, but it's again, it's just it's one of those fucking things where you have you have the ability to really go ahead and just do anything you know do anything that you want because as much as you know as much as some companies will like to tell you that you know oh yeah no we want to we'll play fine with everyone it's like no that's that's really not the case because uh they'll play fine with you they'll, they'll mention that you're the impact women's champion once and that's it you know like they're, <laughs> they're not gonna fucking do yeah. much after that and uh what do you call it? It's just, it's just a fun time in wrestling right now. Again, especially they're doing this, uh, this shot, the Hammerstein ballroom, their biggest show. They're, they're doing it on fucking pay-per-view. Like, you know, it, it's a pretty big thing. And, um, I know they have a uh, Joey Janela versus Matt Cardona, which again, Matt Cardona, another person who's kind of like, you know, shown you that like, you don't need to, you don't need to be signed. You can kind of just go around and, and do these things. Cause he's also been doing impact. Yeah. He did AEW for, you know, for a hot minute as well. Um, but again, the show you have Mox who's returning versus homicide, which that God, that's going to be fucking crazy. You have Alley cat versus Ruby Soho, Jonathan Gresham defending the ring of honor title versus uh, Blake Christian. Uh, the Briscoe brothers issued an open challenge, which like, who knows who shows up like they're you know they've been going back and forth with like ftr ftr showed up to beat them up at the ring of honor show they might fucking show up who know like there's just so much going on with this, like independent wrestling that like it's it's weird to me <laughs> and i get it it's like it's some people it's a uh, stockholm syndrome you know no this company 
You know, it's like support the wrestlers, yeah. not the company, because um, every company is going to do something you don't like. Um, yeah. Some some companies are upset that you show women bleeding on your show, but other com- that same that same company um, receives millions of dollars uh, of blood money a year. You know, actual <laughs> blood money. So, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Watch whatever you like, like mm-hmm. whatever you like. Um, I've not been shy ever about talking about like how like I lost my love of wrestling because of WWE. Like it was just bad. Like, um, you know the amount of like end of year shows. It was just like oh NXT oh like and that sucks because NXT used to be my favorite. I literally used to travel around to to go watch NXT shows. Like now. Uh, you'd have to pay me a king's ransom to fucking show up to full sale or wherever the fuck they film now. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. It seems like all the progress WWE has made in the last five years, they've said, ah, we're going to throw it all out and then we're going to start over. We could do this better. Um, which, again, they are worth billions. So they'll be fine. Um, but I think the the silver lining is there's so many other options out there for people. Um, and if you if you like what WWE is doing, I mean, keep watching them, whatever. Um, but I'm so happy that they're. For the longest time, they were truly the only uh, like fully accessible option. Um, like before streaming services, the only way you could watch Ring of Honor was ordering the DVDs or going to the shows. Um, TNA, when it came out, you had to order the pay-per-view uh, every week. Like there was always a barrier. And the only thing I was like easily accessible was WWE. Now there's just so much accessibility that uh, it it is truly a golden era in wrestling. Um, and I'm excited to see where it goes. No, definitely. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of optimism and a lot of sense of like who knows where they're going to go next. Um, and much like with like comic book properties right now, and I know, I know, oh, fucking you're all these fucking idiots rambling about comics and all this nerdy shit again. Well, too bad. We talked some wrestling, so now we're going to talk some nerdy shit. Uh, oh, very quickly though, before we get into that nerdy shit, um, I had, again, by virtue of I was sick, so um, I had a lot of time basically just chill and relax. Um, I finally watched this new Matrix. Um, I know you said you don't really care for the Matrix, not that big of a fan. Not at all. Um, This one, if I had to summarize it, like, just kind of quickly, it was uh, (laughs) a big fart noise. Did not care for it. It was a... it was uh, the way I, I'll, I'll pull up exactly the way I described it to stank because um, stank, of course, one of the biggest fucking um, uh, Matrix fans like he I think he was like in charge of like the, the like a giant Matrix fucking uh, um, like a, a, a fan group like in the world or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, and again, like the, the opening of the movie, it's a little meta. And uh, it was like, okay, I can kind of see where we're going with here. It seems a little bit of fun. Um, 
I was like, I, I did my opening and thought once uh, once he got out of the Matrix, we'd get the ball rolling. But literally after that, the movie just gets up to, uh, <clears throat> to up its own ass. Like, I wasn't even aware there was a post-credit scene. And apparently the post-credit scene even then is just like, oh, hey, yeah, you fucking idiot. You like the Matrix? Fuck you. I'm just like, this is very Whoa. Much- <laughs> yeah. Very much- was that word for word quote? Yeah, it was Lana Wachowski. She came out and she was just like, <laughs> she was she does the suck it fucking sign. And, oh, nice! And calls you an idiot and everything. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was weird. Um, and just didn't really care for it. I know some people are gonna be like, actually, you're wrong. Let me tell you why. Um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that though. Uh, but again, the one thing, another thing that I watched this week that was fucking just debuted uh, was Peacemaker. Um, uh, of course, for, for those of you unaware, uh, WWE, actually, no, there's some more wrestling. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. WWE, former WWE champion, the GOAT, John Cena. Uh, he, he starred as Peacemaker in the, re- in the remake sequel, question mark, in parentheses, uh, The Suicide Squad. Very fun movie. He was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. And you know he yes. he, got, he got his own spinoff. They, they HBO Max dropped the first three episodes. Um, I know Jeremy yourself. I watched all three. You said you watched all three. What were some of your thoughts on the show? I love it. I it is. It makes me excited for wherever DC is going. Um, where they they there's more of a adult and humorous look at the world of superheroes. I mean, the whole idea is uh, John Cena peacemaker has, has sworn an oath that he is going to uh, create peace in the world, no matter how many men, women, children he has to kill to do it. Um, and the, the, the best part about this is he views himself as a superhero where everyone else views him as a supervillain. Um, and it, there's a the way that they can kind of he can kind of straddle those two areas is is brilliant. Um, and if you're unsure about watching this show, you have HBO Max and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to invest my time in. All you got to do is a preview. Go into YouTube and search Peacemaker opening or Peacemaker opening song, whatever. Watch that and you will be hooked for life is is one of the few shows that when they give me the option to skip opening credits, I say, absolutely not. I'm watching this every time. That was the one thing that I was just like, what is going on here? Because I doesn't make any sense, but I love it. And of, of course, this, uh, you know, this is produced by James Gunn, who, you know, famously uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, amongst a plethora of other things, but Guardians of the Galaxy and what he's most famous <laughs> for. Um, like, it makes sense. That it's like, of course, James Gunn would, you know, would do this. Um, awesome. It, it, it's, a, it's a great show. You know, the first three episodes, again, like, I love John Cena and, like, the flexibility that, like, you know, of course, you have The Rock, who's your more straight up, just action star. He is yeah. he is Stallone, he is Schwarzenegger. Um, Cena, though, he 
He has a little bit more acting to him. I wouldn't say on the level of like a Dave Bautista, because to me, of like the three prominent actors who used to be wrestlers slash sometimes still wrestle, um, David Arquette obviously up number one, uh, but number <laughs> you know, but number two, uh, Dave Bautista, really great actor. Like he does a lot more like serious roles, and Cena, you know, he's been flexing a lot of his comedy muscles for a long time, and and it shows off. Mm-hmm. And with this show, well, the one thing I do love though is uh, he was reunited with his uh, co-star uh, from the Marine. I don't know if you were aware of this. Uh, Robert Patrick, who plays his dad, he was, uh, I believe he was like the main bad guy in the Marine. So this is uh, a little bit of reunion oh my between God. the two. You are right. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Wow. Of course, the Marine, uh, WWE's first foray into movies. I remember going to see it twice. Um, perhaps it'll come up on a future edition of Scrum and Stinks Family Video. But that was one of the things when, when he showed up and I was like, holy shit. I was like these two have shared the screen together and in the recesses of my mind i just pulled it out i was like ah this this is when they shared the screen together when they um you know when they were together in the marine but no it's really fucking good it's really funny his supporting cast as well like he has a sidekick by the name of vigilante one of my favorite parts you know it's just like you know it's just there's like i don't i don't want to get into spoilers but he yeah. provides for one of the like one of the funny parts uh, of the series, and again, like based off the first three episodes, it's just like holy shit! Like this is awesome. Like there, there was some more DC news this week with like kind of like you mentioned, like you don't know the which way they're gonna go with certain things and just how things are gonna play out. Uh, from what I saw, it, it kind of lent like it was a. Uh, they're doing a lot of stuff with this flash movie and their version of the multiverse and, and just again, things of that nature. And it's like, uh, not really too excited where they're going with that direction. You know, it, they, they're seemingly erasing a lot of the Snyder stuff, which I'm like, all right, well then where does this kind of fall in line? Because it's like, they make a lot of references to, you know, already sort of established DC stuff. Uh, my favorite, of course, uh, Batmite. At one point, they referenced Batmite. Well, for those of you unaware, he's a little interdimensional imp who dresses like Batman. Um, you know, there's just a ton of references to like the the, the greater DC EU, and I'm like, okay, like this is fun. Like, I almost kind of just wish they would be like, listen, James Gunn, help these boys. You've been yeah. around those those Marvel boys enough. Like, yeah, be our Kevin Feige. Someone, please take the reins. Yeah. No, but no, but again, it, it's a very good show, and of course, like they only release the first three episodes, which like oh, spoiled with like you know having to wait week to week for things because again, we're we're just spoiled with that. But no, I'm I'm pretty excited to see where it goes, and as well as like with John Cena, like it's he talked about how he was like, yeah, no, Marvel turned me down for roles. I, I believe he said he auditioned for Cable. Um, <clears throat> there was a rumor like years ago that he was up for the that he was cast as uh, Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen show. Oh yeah, which like I I I, I talk about all the time. Like there's a <clears throat> I'm a, well, I was like, why am I beating around the bush? The show came out like two years ago. Uh, of course, we get uh, 
you know the very uh very famously handsome and awesome name yaya abdul mateen the second my favorite name in all of hollywood um he's our watchman our our watchman our dr manhattan and i mm. was just like there's one episode where you know he's uh he meets regina king and, and they're talking and i was like they should have done one of two things one get bring back billy crudup like have him just be Dr. Manhattan because he winds up changing his whole demeanor and everything anyway. So have him be Dr. Manhattan or two, just fucking paint John Cena blue and have him <laughs> fucking do it because you look at John Cena and he kind of already looks like Dr. Manhattan, yeah. you know, and he almost has that same sort of robotic voice that Dr. Manhattan has. Um, and I thought that would have been cool. But again, like based off if anything just based off what john cena is doing in peacemaker like if they wound up doing more peacemaker i think that'll be awesome of course i no idea how this season will end or if they're going to do anything more or, or, or again with uh this flash movie sort of uh trying to do their own multiverse stuff who really knows like what they're going to do but um yeah like would you want to see more of a uh, peacemaker oh yeah i'm 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 ready if, i mean obviously there's there's always a chance it gets messed up, but as of right now, I'm I'm all in on Peacemaker. Um, again, uh, as soon as we're done recording this episode, I'm going to watch the opening credits for. It's already <laughs> queued queued up on my computer right now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the opening credits of uh, Peacemaker. Um, one show they could use a little bit of better. Oh, you know what? Actually, before well, I'm off on, on some Boba Fett. Um, <clears throat> because an, another like little, you know, you mentioned the the intro and stuff. Another thing that I ha- had you watch before this was uh, there's a Moon Knight trailer today. Today you guys listening to it, which also Happy MLK Day to all you guys out there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Shout out Martin Luther King Jr. Um, they're going to be releasing an episode of, or an episode, uh, a full, a second trailer for <clears throat> um, Marvel's Moon Knight. Uh, you saw a glimpse of it, uh, you know, again, because it's not much. I told you it's maybe like 30, 40 seconds. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? So I'm not super familiar with the Moon Knight character. Um, And when I first started watching that, like the brief, like little trailer for the trailer i was like oh wow this could be a cool movie and then i found out it's gonna be a series on disney plus i was like i got way more excited because it seems like with the series you can especially for characters you don't know super well there's such a uh, they do such a better job of like establishing them and like it doesn't have to rush through a story you can really build um things in, in in a series i think it's absolutely perfect and I mean, Oscar Isaac can do no wrong. I don't think he's ever done. Uh, I've never seen him have a, a bad acting performance. So I th- I'm really excited for this this movie. You've obviously not seen X-Men Age of Apocalypse. I, I have not. You're right. Well, then there wait, you go. Wait, was his acting bad in that? Or was this the movie bad? See? I think his acting was bad because of what they gave him. But no, Oscar Isaac, of course, he is fucking awesome like um ex machina another movie that i want to fucking you know yes talk about um it was great in that there was 
uh, Inside Lewin Davis, which is essentially just him kind of being mopey for like an hour and a half. You know, it's a Coen Brothers movie. It was fucking awesome. But yeah, yeah no, I mean, same thing. Like, again, uh, not that familiar with Moon Knight. Again, I, he, there's some comics I've read where he's been in there and stuff. But like learning about him and, and reading about him and stuff like that, I'm definitely very excited to see where they're going to go with him, where they're going to go with the character. Um, you know, there's like rumors that there is going to be, uh, it's like sons of something. It's all like the spooky guys, you know, your ghost writers, mm-hmm. your, cause they're doing a werewolf by night Halloween special. So I don't know if it's a movie or like a series or, or, or what, um, again, another obscure character that's like more on the, <clears throat> more on the spooky supernatural side. Mm. Um, they're seemingly <clears throat> introducing Dracula in this Moon Knight show. You know, you already have Blade having been introduced in the post credits of Eternals. Like, there's just so much that's going on with like the spooky boys. You know, they're like people are saying Ghost Raiders going to show up. That I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do some of these more spooky boys. You know, spooky boys and girls. Like, um, that's just always fun especially too you have agatha harkness you know already having been introduced um so i'm interested like it's i'm all in because again like i i love like the the movies you know i will fucking be there opening night as i have been for all of them except for uh black widow because i purchased no yeah even black widow I, i went and saw opening night um shang chi maybe i think i don't know i don't know why i'm fucking bothering with this eternals was the one i didn't see opening night me and veronica went to go see it after uh my cousin's gay wedding Um, oh nice yeah yeah she got married i know you're an ordained minister you didn't marry them they went to yeah i wasn't i wasn't invited to that one but i'm still happy that they're married i think they're still legally married even though i didn't do it even though they're two ladies jeremy is that what you were saying no no I, I'm just not like I know that if I officiate wedding, it's legal, but I am not 100 percent sure if every other wedding is illegal because I wasn't the one that officiated it. Yeah, that is fact. That is true. You yeah. make a solid point. Um, uh, yeah. Another thing that that I watched uh, it was a little bit spoiled for me, but not really was a Book of Boba Fett episode three. Um, <laughs> it was it was about time that Danny Trejo showed up. Who do you? Yeah. Are you aware of how old Danny Trejo is? Uh, it, I'm. I don't even want to guess because uh, I'm either gonna guess super high because it's just the way you ask that question and I'm be embarrassed, or I'm gonna guess what I really think it is. And it's gonna be way low. Um. So I'd rather just uh, let you tell me. Well, no, come on, just just guess. How old do you think? Uh, sixty-seven. 77 he is going to be 78 years old this year no way yeah he's born 94 may uh what the hell was it he's born in 94 night 44 may 16 oh, 44 i fucking love danny trejo he was born during world war ii yep and if he was born a little bit before then he would have ended world war ii that's true um, no, Danny Trejo, he's someone I fucking love. I love the guy. Um, I, I think I would have talked about it before. He is someone who like does so much to help others out, like help, like, um, for a while he was, what do you call it? Um, I don't know if it's still the case, but there was like a film school 
that he was uh what do you call it he he was just like helping out with all their student films like there was like a period where if you were a, i'm not even if you were a, a film student at this school in la danny trail would just show up and be like hey does anyone want me to be in their student films because he just wanted to help these kids out and like teach them what he did and like that's such an awesome selfless thing and i know like he's been helping out like his children with like their you know ventures and in, in, into film and stuff but he showed up as the the handler of the rancor this weekend um which like i one like i think juan yeah juan was the one who tweeted out he's like what danny trail i had no idea and it's like yeah what are you an idiot it's a Robert Rodriguez production. Of course he's going to show up in it, you know? Like, um, you know, Spy Kids, Machete, fucking all that shit. But um, I'm sorry, Juan. I don't know if you're listening. I didn't want to think you're an idiot, little buddy. Um, you did spoil it, though, Juan. Yeah, what the fuck, Juan? Juan? Juan, you woke up early that morning and watched it before any other human could have seen it and decided to tweet out the one specific spoiler from the... Uh, from the show uh no I'm, it didn't it didn't ruin the show though no, it was definitely a wonderful ruin, episode definitely yeah it didn't ruin the show i'm digging where they're going um with you know they introduced uh, a lot of i want to ask you your opinion on this because a lot of people had yes. gripes with it uh these teenagers with attitude that they introduced <laughs> and their fucking vespas of course at some yeah. point in the episode you know there's these kids who are harassing this uh moisture farmer and uh played by steven root who anytime he shows up he's just fucking awesome you know, yes. since the yes. minute that I saw him in Office Space, anytime he shows up in anything, uh, I love that guy. But um, these four kids these just start working for Boba Fett, Boba Fett. And they're just like his little Power Rangers, his little ragtag mm-hmm. group of kids. Um, some people fucking hate it. Some people, myself included, don't mind them. Like, it's like, sure. It li- like, listen, as long as we're not getting fucking Gungans and... and, and uh, you know, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I'm pretty much okay with anything that the Star Wars universe decides to do. But like, uh, we were like, how did you feel about these kids? I thought it was fine. I think it it really represents like this, uh, like Boba Fett's new way of of leading. Like he he's going to be in charge. He's established like I'm in charge, but he's also going to be doing what is right. And as soon as he hears about those kids, like, oh, the reason they're doing all these bad things is because, like, there's nothing, there's no work. Mm-hmm. There's nothing for us to do. All we can do is do this. He's like, okay, well, that's not okay where you're, you're, you shouldn't be stealing water. So now you work for me. I'm going to give you something to do. I'm going to rectify the situation. And then he turns to the, the moisture farmer, the, uh, the, the, uh, person in the uh, the elite of the area that controls the purse almost controlling where the water is he's like no you charge too much I'm only giving you this much I think that was a, a major power move and and when the moisture farmer accepted it, accepted it he's like oh well I guess Bofet really is in charge here yeah because that, that's a thing too so again for those of you who haven't really been following the show like, uh, there's a thing where Boba Fett comes in here and he he takes over for Jabba the Hutt, basically, who, um, what's his name? Bib Fortuna took over after Jabba died. And um, it, it's uh, the common thing is, like, people don't respect you. 
you know like they respected Jabba mm-hmm. because again the, the huts are like a feared crime family throughout the universe and they're like whoa who the fuck are you you know and so he's like he's trying to be a just ruler if that makes any sense you know he's a crime boss yeah. but he's also trying to be like um again rule with an iron fist and just not be a prick to everyone essentially uh but uh the one thing that i like the you know that's like he's again it, i mean it would be pretty easy for him to just like come in and like fucking wreck shit but you can tell he's like a changed man you know like we get a lot of flashbacks and I, a lot of it too has to do with the tuscans you know because you see a lot of of, of flashbacks with him and the tuscans and sort of just learning how to be a, a little bit more human a little bit humane um like rightfully so and I, I've, I've i've liked all that i've loved all that there was a lot of theories so that the one thing i love right now is that all the theories going around because that's always just like the fun thing you know like some people were theorizing like oh yeah like one of the tuscan raiders looks like they're wearing clone army like uh attire like are they gonna because for, for those of you unaware um boba fett is an unaltered clone in in star wars and sorry i'm gonna get a little nerdy here for you non-star i know veronica's listening to this right now just going what the fuck um sorry babe <laughs> um mark too sorry mark uh meow. but uh within the star wars universe there's the clone wars uh you know if you watch star wars episode two you see all the fucking clones they're all clones of Django fett who is the father of boba fett and when he does his deal he says you know i want one unaltered clone like just i want this boy to, to grow up like an actual boy you know and that'll be my quote unquote son and that is boba fett um so in a lot of those star wars movies when you see you know these uh fucking stormtroopers a lot of them are are boba fett or they look like boba fett you know they all look just like him um they're all sound like him because they're all basically him uh and so they were like oh maybe that you know uh tuscan raider will take off its helmet or whatever and it'll be him that wasn't the case because they fucking killed them all but one of the one of the hot rumors that i've been seeing going around a lot that i'm just like oh okay i'm like this is this is interesting if it'll if it happens because um of course it's just like cool you know like i, I want to see it happen is um there's the character of drash she was the one girl with the metal arm you know and this little version of the the power rangers that he had that he hired <clears throat> people are theorizing that she is the daughter of spoiler alert for the next two minutes uh you've been warned the daughter of han solo uh in star wars the the, the solo movie <clears throat> uh daenerys fucking what's her name in uh in real life uh oh that's uh bother me emilia clark she plays the character of kira yes. and that is the love interest um in the comic books uh she winds up being in charge of crimson dawn crimson dawn takes over for for the huts so they're like maybe that's who the pikes and the kid is working for in this I don't know, but they're theorizing that Han that Han Solo will show up de-aged 
much like we saw Luke Skywalker show up at the end of Mandalorian. Sorry, spoilers for the Mandalorian. Uh, de-aged. And, like, if they can pull off bringing in Han Solo, I think that'll be pretty cool, you know? Oh, yeah. I yeah. It is... It, and a spoiler again for the uh, the the new trilogy. I thought it was amazing they were able to get Harrison Ford back to be Han Solo in the new movies because he'd always said like, "I'm done with that. I'm done." So if they can get Harrison Ford to come back one more time, it would be more amazing. I think. Yeah, and I think it's a bummer that you know you never got to see anything with uh, you know him, uh, Leia, and and Luke. Like, no, give us, you know, fan service, you know, give us what we want. Um, You know, insert that, uh, that gif of edge from whatever wrestling match that was, you know, he's like, Batista, Batista. No, there's an edge one too, but the Batista one is a little better and clearly more memorable. Um, You know, I'm, I'm excited with that. Um, Again, like I'm, I'm someone who like with appointment viewing, I'm sort of now back into it. Like um, after I finish this, I'm going to go watch this newest episode of euphoria, which any of you euphoria fans out there, uh, the ending to season two, episode one, boy, howdy, how was that? Um, You know, so I'm excited to see this, this next episode. Um, Dexter, you know, recently came back on Showtime. I believe it is. Uh, Veronica has Showtime on her Amazon Prime for like a month, so I have to hurry up and watch it. Um, she's like a free trial version of that, so I, I have to to watch that because it's just again like so many good shows out there right now to to be watching. Yep. Righteous Gemstones, which is on after Euphoria. You you're watching Euphoria. I'm watching Righteous Gemstones. Uh, great season so far. Um, if the, I will say this, there's a there's a bit of a wrestling connection. In Righteous Gemstones this season. Um, so definitely, I highly recommend everyone check that out. I, Righteous Gemstones is, to me, one of those shows that, <clears throat> much like Euphoria, I haven't watched yet. I know when I watch it, I will like it. Um, mm-hmm. But I just haven't started watching it yet. Like, um, same thing with, like, I, I just finished, you know, my fucking gripe. I've been wanting to watch, goddamn, season five of Rick and Morty. And it's just not available anywhere. Like at least streaming anywhere. Like I wanted like HBO Max. I I checked and well, actually I haven't checked HBO Max in a while. I might be up there now, but like I was checking Hulu because on Hulu they have it uncensored, so you can hear them cuss and stuff. But like it hasn't been up there, and it's just like, what the fuck are we waiting on? Like come on, come on, let's put it up. We're like we're in an age where like everything is being streamed, and it's like to not be able to find it on the two platforms that stream it. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, I mentioned like what is going on another another bunch of people that I'm wondering what the hell is going on with them. Uh, is of course the wonderful people who subscribe to our Patreon. Um of course, yeah, I mentioned several different tiers. Um one of the perks is, you know, you join the Patreon, we give you a weekly shout out. So I want to go ahead and give a, a shout out to some of the wonderful people who subscribe over at patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Uh, of course, uh, our boy Clifford Frazier, Jesse Kohlenberg, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, the Invincible Man himself, Ryan Mears, who was at the GCW shows this week. I hope he had a great time. Uh, our man, Neil Flanagan, uh, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, 
Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, my godfather Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Close enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brad, uh, Katie, uh, Katie Fabe, Katie Skinner, uh, Rachel, Stupid Michael, and I wanted to single out this specific person for last because uh, our wonderful, our wonderful friend Steve Feast. This guy hits me up. He says, "Hey, uh, would you want this?" And it's a fucking, it's a poster for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And I was like, "Do I want it?" Yes, of course. And so him just being the fucking awesome person that he is, he's uh, he's sending that over to me. That as you can see, Jeremy behind me will probably wind up going up here. I have, yeah. Which actually works out for me because, like, I was thinking, Veronica, I'm like, I have Clerks 1 and Clerks 2 poster. I have a Mall Rats poster. Um, the only ones I didn't get were, uh, well, any other ones that I'm missing, really. But the movie size posters, they're pretty big. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't care. I want them. I like them. Like, uh, Kevin Smith movies, most of them, not all of them, most of them, um, you know, have a very, very special place in my heart. So, and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back right in there you know funny thing with that movie they parody uh or you know there's a crossover with scream the newest scream came out this weekend because again because i'm sick i'm like i'm not gonna go to movie theater but um do you have any interest in this new scream movie so i will say this i never really watched any of the scream movies before i'm not a big horror movie guy um I saw the Blair Witch Project as a child and it messed with my brain. And I just don't like, I don't like being like that, but not like that part of my brain activating. I'm the exact same way. I I saw that. Jesus knows. One of these days I'm going to have Jesus on here to, uh, we're going to do an episode of a family video. We're going to talk Blair Witch Project because it's because of him who shows it to his sister, who then shows it to me that, to this day, I know that it is a movie. When I see those fucking goddamn kids, I'm just yeah. like, what's going on? What are we doing? Yeah. It freaks me out when people stand in corners. Dude, I really quick, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you finish. Um, but Beyonce had the greatest album of all time. Uh <laughs> reference. There I, I I saw something on TikTok earlier that apparently there is a Scooby-Doo project. Cartoon Network did a parody of the Blair Witch Project called the Scooby-Doo Project. I myself have not looked this up, so this may all be blasphemy, but apparently they redo the Blair Witch Project, and it's called the Scooby-Doo Project. I'm so interested in looking this up because um, like Cartoon Network, before it became too kid-friendly, like they did some pretty intense stuff. Like, uh, you know, like Veronica and I were talking about like Johnny Bravo. Like, Johnny Bravo, there is... Ooh, cancel culture would have a field the day with Johnny Bravo. Yes. Um, but like even coward or, or courage, the cowardly dog, a lot of like pretty like intense, like scary things, you know, if like you watch that as a kid. That I, I really, I really want to know if that's a, a real thing. Like how, how faithful is the Scooby-Doo? I mean, do, Blair Witch projects. I will look at them now. According to the guy, like it's, it's, pretty legit like um what is it the scooby-doo project he said that like yeah he's like they all die um whoa (laughs) literally the first thing that came up um that is insane (laughs) according to wikipedia the scooby-doo project is a 1999 live 
live action slash animated hybrid comedy Halloween television special uh, satirizing the Blair Witch Project and the Scooby-Doo franchise. It aired on uh, Cartoon Network's Scooby-Doo Where Are You Marathon on October 31st, 1999. Uh, uh, It was positively received and won an Annie Award. So did Sink. He won one of those. (laughs) Um, Shout out Annie. (laughs) Shout out Annie. Yes, uh, apparently it's a thing, and like, whoa, Jesus, this plot is pretty hectic. Um, I kind of want to, yeah, I kinda, the, the special has never officially been released on its own home video, but three DVD volumes of Best of Cartoon Network on air where it, it's found, I'm pretty sure you could find it on like, yeah, you could go right now on YouTube, um, and it's there in its full version, it's about 21 minutes. I think I might watch that after Euphoria. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, man. I just typed in Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo Projects first thing that shows up. Right. That was the same thing with me. So clearly this is a thing that's blowing up because of TikTok. Wow. Jeremy, we need to get TikTok famous. We need to get what? TikTok famous. Okay. If you insist, uh, I'm announcing my uh, candidacy to become TikTok famous here on this podcast. I do have this adorable video. I've talked about it several times. Um, when we were on the Jericho, and I promise we'll, we'll get out of here, but on the Jericho cruise. Um, oh, no. One of the things that we peri- <laughs> periodically did was uh, I luckily I deleted the audio ahead of you snoring. So you don't have to worry about that. Oh, um, okay. Well, I'm, not th- a, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> One I'm thing- pretty sure half of Chicago can hear me every night. So. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things we periodically would do is just like, all right, I'm going to go to the room and take a nap. You know, just everyone would go take little power naps. And I remember at one point I did that. So I'm in the room, probably texting Veronica. And uh, you come in and you're like, oh, whatever. I'm just doing my own shit. You're doing your own stuff. And you're on TikTok and, you're, you know, you're just scrolling through videos. I can hear you. And at one point. And it's the same thing where it's like a bones day or a boneless day, something like that. Yeah. And I hear it and I'm going through my own stuff and I hear it again. Then I hear it a third time and I'm like, dude, what are you watching? And I look over and you've fallen asleep on your phone, on your like <laughs> elbows watching this show. And um, I'm just like, what the fuck? And like I, I recorded a video. I'm not going to, I'm not going to show anyone the video, but it was just, it was the most adorable thing in the world where I was like, Jeremy fell asleep watching this fucking TikTok. And I think I like went over and I like hit the power button. So like your phone wouldn't just drain its battery eternally watching this video yeah. about like a dog or something. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like a 14 year old pug that uh, is he's old. And some days he doesn't want to like stand up. Some days he wants to lay down and the owner will go up to him, like pet him. And then pick him up. And if he just flops down again, it's a no bones day, which means that uh, it's not it's like Groundhog Day kind of situation where it's like, ah, take it easy today. But if he actually stands up, he's like, oh, no, I'm ready for the day. That means like, hey, uh, buy a lottery ticket, go get a yacht, like treat your it's a treat yourself day when it's a bones day. Well, you know, definitely a, a bones day here. Because we had a hard day of work of of recording and and talking all good all, all sorts of good <laughs> nerdy shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you again, guys. Again, uh, the Patreon later this week. An episode of Scrumman Stinks Family Video talking about uh, Iron Man. Uh, because I was sick last week, 
I like me and you know me and Trevor we we normally bulk record. Um, but if you listen to that revo- the, the episode of Lamb, my voice was almost gone because, again, this fucking strep throat has been killing me. So I didn't. I also didn't get to record the episode of uh, Detective Agency. I'll do my best to record that, even if it's just a solo episode with myself, and and, and drop that this week. Uh, I've not forgotten, but yeah, uh, that'll be over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast. Uh, and yeah, I, Frank wanted to be on the podcast. Frank Spahik, he's been on here. Next week is episode 130, which is, I guess, some sort of special event. So possibly we'll have him on there again. By virtue of I was sick, I was just like, oh, I don't want to be stuck in a room. I don't want to be contained in a room with anyone. Fucking, you know, strep throat. I also, I sounded like this. So it would have been terrible for podcast purposes. Uh, yeah. But hey, who knows? Maybe next week, uh, Frank will be sitting here in the hot seat with us, Jeremy. Who knows? The 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 possibilities are endless, all right? Um, but for the PWT cast this week, I've been Scrump. And this is Jeremy. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.